I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Advertising Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about ideas. So I'm going to talk you through the process I use to come up with an idea. Nothing revolutionary, nothing even maybe interesting. Who knows? But at least by understanding my process, there might be some use for you. And I would also love to hear what other people's processes are to come up with an idea. It feels like mine's pretty normal, but who knows? Maybe I'm the crazy one. So sit back, relax, and listen to episode seven of the Advertising Podcast. So as I said on a previous episode, the thing with ideas and all of these AI tools is they they spit content out to you and you have to recognize when an idea is in front of you. And so you become this content curator rather than a content creator. Because the worst thing to do is to, to have a good idea just pass by in, right in front of you and you miss it. And so, of course, you have to look at everything that, you know, mid-journey spits out at you because there might be little nuggets of gold in there. So I think I've, I've obviously had to do this for quite a while now. And um, I do have a little sort of system. It, it wasn't a system that I thought I developed it's just really a mindset of how I go about it so here we go within 15 minutes you'll know my <laughs> secret as if there's a secret so I start off in the morning and I'd, I'm not one of these people that comes up with brilliant ideas in the shower or and I certainly don't come up with ideas brainstorming around the table that that fills me with a little bit of dread when a client says let's go into the boardroom and have a brainstorm Because it's just not the way I work. And it just, yeah, I I die a little inside if that kind of happens. Fortunately, nowadays it doesn't happen. But it used to back in the day. uh, And that was, yeah, that was just hard, hard work. So I tend to start my day by I look through, you know, the BBC website and just check what all the news is like. I mess around on all of my little social media and so all of those kind of chores effectively I do but it's all part of the process for me for for getting in the mood to come up with an idea I suppose Um, and then obviously the really important thing is I read the brief a few times and and understand it if it's a good brief there'll be a keyword it's like what is the one word to describe this product and there's there's a word I almost use that as my start point and it's like okay it might not actually be that word but it's like a word I think okay this is the word that describes this particular idea and what I'll do is go onto Google and, and type in you know that word and then icon because the thing that's good with icons is they are effectively a really really distilled version of that thing and so I will then go to Google Images and just scroll through the first couple of pages of icons that are to do with that thing. And then you at least you get a feel for what is the common conception of that particular word. Because although you could say, oh yeah, that's a cliche, I think there's a point where if you're too, quote, clever with your idea, people just don't understand it. Especially because I tend to do a lot of work that is multi-language. And so whenever I'm coming up with a concept, it's probably visually led because the visual will translate across languages. So, But if I come up with like a headline that's 
tricksy or very clever in English, it might translate into something completely different in a foreign language. And so in my head, I think the really important part is coming up with a visual that expresses this idea. But the headline almost plays straight man to the visual because I know that's going to translate into 15 languages and you can't come up with a super clever headline that is great in English because it it won't translate across borders. And so once I understand what the icon effectively is for this particular thing, then I start developing, you know, visuals for it. And so traditionally, I would then go probably to Adobe Stock because by then I think, okay, yeah, that's, that's the core message I'm going for for this particular thing. And I look for images that portray that particular thing as well. But all in the back of my mind, it's unfortunately, it's not that easy because you can't just pick an image and say, there you go, sorted. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how can I make this idea, this icon I see before me into something interesting? And what I guess the way I tend to work is I think, oh, if I combine you know, that image with that, it's, that might be quite interesting. And so I'm always thinking, because obviously you don't just want to come up with an image straight from a library because that's like you then have an image that everybody's seen before and it's you know it feels like a bit of a cop-out so I always have to feel like I'm adding adding something new to it but that's always my start point and so I'll, I'll probably find you know one or two images that I know when I've sort of comped the two together that would be a, a unique image that's interesting and will develop an ad But what I can do now is, obviously, I don't just have to use stock library. I can go to mid-journey and type in, you know, my little phrase or my collection of phrases. Because by this time, I've probably got in my head, and and this is the part that you can't, I guess, teach. Because what I'm doing is just saying, look, this is the process I go through. But I can't say, you know, by adding A plus B, you will get C. Because that, that little process is, it's like A plus B plus the magic dust creates C. And it's the magic dust you can't, you can't say like that, that part of it. And it's that little spark that you think, oh, actually, that's, that'll be a nice idea. If I do, if I combine that and that, that will be a, you know, a really good thing. And then I've got, and by then, probably in my head, I'm thinking of headlines as well. But it's all kind of swirling around in this pot. But the important thing is I go through this process and it's pretty, it's like a pre-shot routine on a golf shot. There are certain things that I do and I just religiously do. And so if people say, what are you doing wasting time on social media? You've got an ad to come up with. Not that anyone does, but if they did, or why you're on the BBC website, it's to clear your mind and sort of almost trick your mind into thinking, okay, I've got to come up with an idea in a minute. Because if you if you just sit and say, look, come up with an idea now, make it really good, and people are, you know, hassling you, it, it doesn't kind of work that way. You need a little, you need at least five minutes in it or a coffee or something to effectively calm your mind and get all that stuff out. Because I think if I didn't do that, I would be, my head would be thinking, oh, actually, I wonder what's happening in the world. And, you know, I wonder if somebody's messaged me or whatever. And so I think it's really important for me to have done all that. It's like, right, okay, I've done those parts, then I'm going to carry on with my idea. And so what is quite interesting with Midjourney, it's happened a couple of times. It gives me, because my my initial process where I use these stock libraries and I come up with stuff, I kind of get to where I get to and it's, I've done it for years and it's, it's like, yep, that works, that's fine. And then I'll, I'll, write a headline and I'll sort of lay it out and make make this sort of ad look nice 
and and that's the process and then I'll just go through that again and again and by by the time I've created one or two ads I'm really sort of familiar with the idea that I'm trying to get across and then it's just like different ways of expressing that and they can be all over the place but but they have to answer that particular brief that you've sort of formulated in your head so at least the client can sit and understand what you get kind of getting at and there are there are plenty of ways to say the same idea and and that's really that process but what's happened with mid journey and it's happened like one or two times where I'll type in exactly the same process as I do with stock libraries I'll I'll type in some words and it will throw up stuff that is pretty left field and it you almost would look at it and think what on earth is that but and sometimes it's like yep don't even understand what you're getting at here but once or twice it's made me think ah actually that's there's something interesting there and I hadn't kind of thought about tackling this project in that way and although it's not something you think oh yeah that's that image is great what it's almost like having somebody else across the desk from you and you can sort of bounce ideas off each other and and of course a stock library never ever does that it just gives you what you want whereas this is a kind of a partner but it goes back to what I've always said that it's sort of the grunt work it will do but but it's really important that you're there to recognize ah actually there's an idea in there there's a germ of an idea it's not like mid-journey has said look here's an idea you didn't think of and you can just download that and, and think ah there's there's the idea so it came up with the image but it it, give, it just sparks you in a totally different direction and you think you know balloons I hadn't thought about balloons and then you start typing in you know inflatable objects and then you you go down an inflatable objects route it's sometimes it's really really left field the stuff it gives you but it's it's nice to have that that sort of secondary thing to to come up with and so it's not only is it good because it it can I mean the frustration with it is it it doesn't often give you I mean the stock library is very reliable it's like this is what I want and it will give you those things and, and you can kind of you know create your little potion from that but mid-journey it, it's almost like a, an unruly child it'll be just shouting stuff at you and, and every now and again it gets it pretty well but a lot of the time it's like god what almost what are you showing me that for but it is it's a it's a more fun way of working because it is all over the map you almost need to just watch this whirly gig spinning out stuff and know what is good and what isn't. So you, you have to filter it, you know, quite heavily. Pretty well everything I do is translated. And so I just have learned to work this way because it's useful for everybody because they're easily translatable when you have when the idea doesn't live or die on every single word. Um, whereas you can obviously create a visual and a headline that is so tightly woven together that it's great but then you change two words and it all falls apart and so that's great for the English one but for the foreign languages it's like why, why did he use that that that's a bit weird I don't really understand the image it's like, oh yeah but that, that works really well in English so if you could just be English you'd love this ad and obviously that that doesn't work the other thing that personally I need the surrounding, my environment, to be pretty quiet. I don't know how people come up with ideas when they're blasting music out in their headphones because it, to me it's just so distracting. I end up sort of listening to the music rather than being at that sort of space that I've just spent the past 20 minutes looking through the BBC website and my social media to get to, that sort of 
that calm. Having said that, bizarrely, if, I, if I'm struggling to come up with an idea, which obviously happens every now and again, I put on 100 greatest classical music hits, and that's almost like my emergency way to come up with an idea. It's like if I'm listening to that, it's because I haven't managed to come up with it in my usual process. And you could say, well, why don't you just kind of fast track it and, and go straight to that? It almost feels like taking a, you know, penicillin. If you take it too often, it has no effect. And so I use that, you know, in in case of emergency, break glass and you've got a, you know, a CD of the 100 greatest hits. So, um, yeah, that's a, that has to be a really peculiarity of me. I've realised now after six episodes of this that the idea is the really important part of it. And all of these AI tools just help me create an idea in a quicker, more unique, interesting way. But they haven't yet come up with an idea. I think mid-journey is probably the closest thing because, as I say, it does have this ability to go off in a crazy direction that is sometimes quite interesting. But it's really just sparking you in a different direction. It's not like it comes up with something said, look, this here's a way of answering the brief. Sometimes it's so out there, all it does is makes you think, oh, actually, I yeah, I, I could completely change it and I could go down that avenue instead. And it's but it's quite exciting. I, I like Mid Journey for that part of it, and that's something that I say um, stock libraries just never do. They never really do. It's they're very sort of linear. They're very focused, and they're they're good in that respect because it's like you you will get to where you want to go, you know, in a reliable manner. So I appreciate stock libraries for that. But mid journey and those type of things are are quite exciting because they're a little bit crazy, and we all like crazy. So that's the podcast. It was a quickie. They're always quickies now. 15 minutes. It's not long. Said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. But I realised that's that's the key to this podcast. The, the advertising podcast. It's all about ideas. Because without them, you have nothing. So as always, thank you for listening. Uh, look out for the next one. Like and subscribe. Do it all. Comes out every Tuesday. I'd love to hear what your process is for coming up with ideas. It's bound to be different to mine. Um, and I would just like to know, do people even have processes? Um, but if, and if you don't, I think it's, it's a good thing to try and get a process because I go back to this pre-shot routine. And athletes, they all have these sort of pre-shot or pre-whatever routines because it, what it does is it gets your mind in that space that relaxes you and you can then just think, right, I need to come up with ideas. And that, that little thing that happens when you combine all these elements, it's just a process that I need to get my mind into. And I've found over time that that works for me. And I hope you can listen to the next episode, episode eight, uh, which is coming on Tuesday. Do you think you can? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Okay, maybe you can tune in to episode 9. Either way, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.